For the Daily Yonder and Public News Service, this is the news from rural America. An unlikely coalition of conservationists, locals, timber, and logging interests worked together for years with the U.S. Forest Service on a plan to protect North Carolina's old-growth forests. Now, the group, the Nantahala Pisca Forest Partnership, has filed an objection over the agency's decision to ignore their recommendations. They say the current proposal will lead to more conflict and less collaboration. The final plan that the Forest Service issued was not a consensus agreement. Hugh Irwin with the Wilderness Society says the plan could open up logging on 100,000 acres in largely undeveloped and inaccessible wilderness and runs counter to President Biden's Earth Day executive order to strengthen the nation's forests, particularly old growth. Getting the carbon represented in those forests secured would help mitigate climate change. Wisconsin farmers battling climate change and inflation now have access to the state-funded Farmer Wellness Program. Administrator Dan Bauer says the intention is to help farmers prioritize their mental and emotional well-being. And really what it's designed to do is to get them through a terribly tough time. It's not for ongoing care or not for long-term treatment. The Wisconsin program has in-person as well as remote counseling. An American Farm Bureau Federation poll shows 60% of farmers and farm workers reported more stress last year compared to 2020. A proposed offshore wind farm is causing anxiety for Oregon's commercial fishing fleets. Both the Coos Bay and Brookings area are under consideration by the state and include fishing grounds for Pacific Whiting. Heather Mann leads the Midwater Trawlers Cooperative. They've asked the Federal Bureau of Ocean Energy Management to move the floating turbines outside of fishing grounds and still keep them far enough out to be invisible from the shoreline. I guarantee that if we lose fishing access, there is going to be painful economic downfall from that here in Newport and as far up as Astoria. The Ocean Management Bureau argues any alternative is too expensive, yet it's unclear what navigation restrictions they would impose in the disputed areas. America's recreational vehicle lifestyle is getting competition from van life, a niche nomadic movement for travelers who access wild, beautiful places with vans converted into homes on wheels. It sparked a unique industry to support their needs. There's a huge van life following right now, and it's just a really great alternative. Entrepreneur Patrick Spainhauer and his wife run a custom van business in Durango, Colorado. The majority of their customers are millennials and baby boomers, and many work remotely. That opens up a lot of freedom for folks to, you know, maybe they don't want to pay rent or a mortgage, but they can afford a van. For the Daily Yonder and Public News Service, I'm Roz Brown. For more rural stories, visit dailyyonder.com.